Happy Friday evening, everybody. It's the Tomorrow Christian Today, reading Philippians 4 in the NLT. But first we pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much for Friday evening. Thank you so much for your word. Lord, help us to reinforce what we believe and what we know, and that we stand firm in our faith. We quit quit us like men, Lord, as the Bible says. It means we stand strong as men, and we read your word. We are also for women as well. Godly men and godly women in godly relationships. It's the only ones that last forever, and they're the only ones that are true love and are long-term. In the name of Christ we pray, amen. I was thinking this morning as I got up, you know why I do this? For the fun of it, for the joy of it, and for the reinforcement. That's the word I was looking for, reinforcement. We need to keep reinforcing ourselves. We need to cling to our God, and I need to keep doing this, and I need to be strong. I cannot afford to be weak. I'm going to the gym tomorrow on Saturday. My friend Carlo in the gym, that guy's six days out of seven. He just, he's not a, he's not a believer, but he's a very nice man. I admire him very much, and he's definitely an alpha. He's an alpha male. He'll never hear this podcast because he's not a believer, but uh, definitely says, you know, you got to do it seriously. You got to go to bed early. So six out of seven days, my friend, we do it to the end of the world. And I personally think the end of the world is coming in 10 years. That's my opinion. And in 10 years time, in 2034, I'll be 70 years old. And there's some 70s in the Bible. Let's read Philippians 4. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stay true to the Lord. I love you and long to see you, dear friends, for you are my joy and the crown I receive for my work. Words of encouragement. Now I appeal to Iodia and Synthic. Please bring you, please, because you belong to the Lord, settle your disagreement. And I ask you, my true partner, to help these two women, for they worked hard with me in telling others the good news. They worked along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers whose names are written in the book of life. You know, when I went to the, when I got to the church five years ago, the church I'm still in, tomorrow I'm supposed to go after the workout to meet the new pastor because I'm on the board. There's been a lot of fighting and dissension in our church. And I really thought coming from the old covenant church with a dead, lying, narcissistic, false prophet. I thought the New Covenant Church would be all peaches and all keen and everything would be um, guns and roses minus the guns. Guess what? It hasn't been. There's been some guns too. And looks like uh, Paul was having the same problem. And it was like to help these two women, I don't know, they had a disagreement. So you know what? There's always going to be disagreements in the body of Christ. But we settle it in Christ, in unity, in brotherly love and it's not easy Uh, there are people that have really rubbed me the wrong way in church and i've i've forgiven them and you know i hope they've forgiven me but i honestly don't want to deal with them uh because i just like i don't know if they've changed so i think i've learned a lot and you know jesus says you must forgive you must forgive people but if you think they're going to hurt you or you think they haven't changed or you think they're trying to use you because not everybody in the church is is a wheat some people, I'm sorry to say, are tears. Maybe they might think I'm a tear, or they might think you're the tear, or you're, or you're the narcissist. But I would have to say that some people just like you keep at arm's length. It's kind of high and by. But I think forgiveness, you have to extend forgiveness to everybody because the Lord extends forgiveness to us all. It says, remember the Lord is coming soon. The Lord is coming soon. He said that 2,000 years ago. And I'm just making a prediction on 2034, 
But honestly, what I see in the world, all the fighting, all the dissension, all the people calling, uh, all the name calling, all the slander calling, um, inside everything, politics and relationships. Honestly, honestly, my friends, this is not a Galatians 5, 22 and 25 world. This is a Galatians 5, 19 to 21 world. The world is passing away, it really is. Verse 6, don't worry about anything, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you have learned and received from me. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. Well, Paul was very smart, but he recognized that Jesus was king of all. And the only thing that I have to tell anybody, and I'm not a teacher, I don't really want to be, and I can't imagine ever going to seminary school, um, just for all this learning, uh, which to me seems over the top, is that you need to keep reinforcing. You need to keep reading the scriptures. And for me, reading the NLT is just fun. It's not, it's not a, a problem anymore. I just read the thing. I mean, I just go from one book to the other, Old Testament, New Testament, whatever I feel like it. And I just read to, to it's like I'm reading a story. You know, I'm a big time reader. Like I love to read science fiction, but honestly, I've tried to read some science fiction stuff lately and I just can't seem to finish it. I don't know why that is. Is it that I'm getting older and I can't seem to re, um, concentrate on things? Is it that I'm just really, a little bit, you know, a uh, little wound up too tight? Is it that I'm a little bit old and my brain just doesn't understand all these things? I guess. But I guess somehow I, I've come to a realization and maybe this is God speaking to me who's speaking to me. You know, sometimes I wonder, is it me speaking to me or is it God speaking to me who's speaking to me? I don't know, some of the thoughts that I have. But somehow I know the Bible is absolutely true. I know that God is not lying. I know that it's all true. But when I read a science fiction story, even though I like some of them and I could get into a story, somehow a, a switch has gone off in my head somewhere. This story is fake. It's all just kind of fakey fakey. Why bother with it? Like, do you know what I mean? Like I've just watched movies now and it just, all this word salad and talking and blah, blah, blah. And the hero's gonna figure out the codes and we have to find the eternity crystal. And then we have to go get some some help. And then we have to get some people that look like gods, but really keep fighting and are like human beings, sort of like the Greek gods or the Roman mythology gods. Then we have to big to have a big battle which decimates decimates everything. And then we probably have to have some time travel going on somewhere. We have to have some multiverse stuff. Like it's just confusion upon confusion upon confusion. Like even the movies to me seem like the Tower of Babel. Everybody gets to the top and the more they get to the top and they try to build this tower, the more confused they get, the more the squabbling starts, the more the confusion starts until everybody says, oh, forget this, abandon ship, just abandon ship. It's way too complicated. I mean, even my work too. You know, some of the stuff that we go through all these uh, calls, I mean, we got all these systems now we're trying to meld together in this seamless way to make it all so seamless and perfect. I mean, sure, we get paid for problems, but honestly, the confusion that arises, it's like at a time when my brain is kind of shutting down, honestly, I just don't know, how am I gonna keep doing this? 
I shake my head and I go, Lord, it seems the older I get, the more I want to rest and take a nap, you know, uh, but the more it gets piled on me. You know, I'm sitting there, my eyes are so heavy. You know, it's like, oh, I just could just take a nap, Lord. I just need a nap, honestly, I don't need all the stress. So what can I say? It's just me rambling. It says, then the God of peace will be with you. I hope the God of peace is with me because sometimes I don't feel at peace at all. I really don't feel at peace. I feel like my life has become extremely unpeaceful. I am reminded though that the glass is half full, not half empty, and I'm very grateful for the place that God has given me and for the beautiful sun and the fact that I can go to the gym and, and that place that I live in, the town I live in, it's really kind of a main road. It's a very simple town. It's a town, it's like a quasi town between two bigger towns in, in Ontario, Canada, and I'm very happy to be living here. I'm actually, I'm, I'm thinking it's a nice, simple place. And I think I'm going to probably not make it out of here, to be honest. But you know what? I think this is the place I got to settle down. Hey, you know what? Three score and 10. I got 12 years left, my friend. Let's make the best of it. Verse 10. Then I, uh, how I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me again. I know you have always been concerned for me, but you didn't have the chance to help me. Not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. Wow. Sometimes I felt discontent and then I felt guilty and then I thought, Lord, you know what? Um, I shouldn't be. I should be very grateful for what I have. I'm very grateful for having to see my son. I wish my daughter would write to me on Discord and say, Dad, you know what? Uh, I've heard the wrong story for the past five years and let's be friends and, you know, I like to get together and we go for a pizza or something. I wait for that day every day. I pray for that day every day. I don't think it's nice for when, you know, if a woman wants to leave a marriage, hey, you know what, ladies? You, you went into a church and you said, till death do you part, and you decide, you know what, the man's not doing it for you anymore, and you get to leave, you know? You, you, get, you get your choice, right? You can't force somebody to dance with you, but to take away a man's children? I honestly don't know what the world's gonna be when, when kids are taken away from their fathers just because mommy doesn't like the father anymore. Honestly, don't know how that's gonna work. Society ain't going to do too well, and the kids growing up, instead of having a stable family, instead of being able to be, um, you know, experience life with their father and their mother, it's more mother and a little bit of father. It's sort of like it's, a, it's sort of like the world has just got a little bit of God and a and a lot of something else. It's just really not nice. I must say, it's very painful, and it's very disrespectful, and I feel very disrespected and very humiliated as a man. And I think it's really the repercussions and the consequences are really gonna, are really gonna boomerang and gonna stain women. And maybe I sound a little guilty and a little unhappy and I'm not gonna deny it, I am. And I pray to the Lord and, you know, um, being a Christian, it's not, all, it's, it's not all roses, that's for sure. It's not all roses and harps, I've learned this. I think my life is harder now than it was when I was in that false church. And I guess the saying is, if you're in a false church with a false antichrist, your life will go pretty well because the devil will leave you alone. But the moment that Jesus wakes you up or you wake up to Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, well, you may find peace in your heart, absolutely, and you may love reading your Bible, but you're definitely gonna take some tribulation. And that's, that's my honest assessment. I know how to live 
on almost every nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. That's what Paul says. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Even so, you have done well to share with me in my present difficulty. Yeah, I guess I'm sharing my present difficulty and I'm glad that nobody's ever going to meet me because I don't want anybody's pity or sympathy. But it's really the Bible, the, the, the words in this book said by Paul who suffered a lot and also by Jesus the Christ who suffered quite a bit too. Um, yeah, I got a little taste of that. And I guess it's to be expected. Matthew 7, 13. Um, narrow is the way, um, you know, and tribulation is the way to eternal life. Verse 15 here. As you know, you Philippians were the only ones who gave me financial help when I first brought you the good news and then traveled on from Macedonia. No other church did this. Even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent help more than once. I don't say this because I want a gift from you. Rather, I want to receive a reward for your kindness. I want you to receive a reward for your kindness. It's amazing how unselfish this man had become after he was a selfish, religious, hard case, nutcase who was hurting people. And he became a Christian and just God just filled this man's heart. His heart must have been really empty before, but he, somehow he was open to the truth. And when Jesus came a knocking, he somehow opened the door of his heart, even though it took some beats. Verse 18, all, at the moment, I have all I need and more. I am generously supplied with the gifts you sent me with Epaphroditus. They are a sweet smelling sacrifice that is acceptable and pleasing to God. So is our prayers. I do pray. Sometimes I don't feel like praying. I, I do pray something. Sometimes I pray and then I don't, and then I just sit there or, or kneel there and I don't feel like praying, but I assume that it's pleasing to God because he knows that I want to. And maybe that's where the Holy says, the Holy Spirit utters and groans with words that we cannot hear in Romans 8. And I know that God knows what I feel. And I know that right next to God, my father is Jesus, my savior. And God looks at him and Jesus says, it's okay, I've got this guy. This guy's having problems, Father, he's struggling. But I know what it feels like to struggle and be a human being. And God, I'm sure that God gives Jesus the nod. Okay, my son, you are my perfect son, whatever you say. All judgment has been committed to you. I can imagine God saying that. He says that to his son, he gives Jesus the nod. It's like, okay, my son, if that's what, if you, if you say, if that's what you say, that's what I'm gonna do. Verse 19, and this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. Boy, you know, it's like, it's like this, what I'm saying that coming out of my mouth, it's like, it's just writing itself because it's almost like the Bible just corroborates, you know, what I feel. Like, it's amazing to me how God's spirit is just so in tune with our struggles as Christians. God knows exactly what you feel because he knows what Jesus went through and Jesus knows what he's been through and what we go through as a human being. I love it. I love it. Verse 20, now all glory to God, our father forever and ever. Amen. God, our father. I love that. God is our father. If we were sinners and we didn't have Jesus, he would be our enemy because we could not reach his standards. Even though he loves us, he'd still be our enemy because his, his pure pr presence, his holiness would strike out against our sin like a plague in the Old Testament. 
But will we have the Savior Jesus, the Savior Joshua, who's always with us in the tent of meeting ourselves, our minds, our hearts? Love it. Verse 21, give my greetings to each of God's holy people, all who belong to Christ Jesus. The brothers who are with me send you their greetings and all the rest of God's people send you greetings too, especially those in Caesar's household. Don't quite know who Caesar is. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen and amen. Take care.